Hello and welcome to Weekly MTG, also known as Monthly Announcement Day today because we have got a bunch of stuff to talk about. Uh, we've got four pieces of news ranging from tiny to big. Uh, we've been scattering a couple of them throughout the day, so we're going to talk about them. If you want to know what we're talking about today, just look down at the bottom down there, the lovely graphic from producer Sean, who uh, keeps us on track. So uh, I'm going to start off with uh, just a touch of news. Then we're going to move into talking about Command Fest, the return of Command Fest. A lot of people really excited about that one. That one's totally new. We haven't revealed any of that information yet, so you're going to hear about it first on Weekly MTG. Then we're going to move into talking about the digital premiere play path. We announced that this morning at 8 o'clock, uh, but we're going to go over it a little bit. We're going to answer a bunch of questions that we have seen online to clarify things. We're going to answer your questions that you put in chat. Uh, and then we're going to move on to talking about Explorer, which is the new format debuting on Magic the Gathering arena so we are going to do the same thing about that we and we uh, announced that this morning around 10 a.m pacific time uh we're going to answer again some more questions put some questions in chat we'll answer those as well we'll do the whole rodeo over again uh we'll come back to another q a section at the end and uh, just sit and chat. So there's a bunch of news today. We're gonna start off with uh, some kind of housekeeping stuff in the news section. So first and foremost, we haven't announced this yet, but let's get it out there. Uh, we know Double Masters is coming, but now we have an official release date. It is July 8th, 2022. So mark your calendars, Double Masters fans. Um, I've been looking at this set. It is chock full of goodness uh, coming out July 8th. So we'll obviously have more information on that later. Uh, additionally, right now in the present, not in the future of July, uh, but right now in the present, you can pre-order Streets of New Capenna on Magic the Gathering Arena. That pre-order uh, went up a little bit ago. And um, if you have already pre-ordered, you may have received a note today that you are getting five additional bonus Mythic SNC boosters, so those are the packs that are guaranteed to come with a Mythic Rare in them. Um, if you have not already pre-ordered, you can still do that and still get the bonus five Mythic Rare uh, packs. You get those, so there are two pre-order bundles, and I've been told on good authority that if you order both, you get 10. So five for each pre-order. So check out that pre-order on Magic the Gathering Arena right now, if you want. All right. Moving forward, let's talk Command Fest. So last month we made a pretty big deal about um, returning to a lot of the Premier Play options um, that we've been wanting to get back since uh, COVID kind of wrecked everything. Uh, now with uh, Commander Legends coming up, it's a great time to return to Command Fests, which were kind of just getting up and running uh, before the pandemic derailed everything. And so to celebrate Commander Legends, we are going to have 15 Command Fests held around the world in June and July. So they're being done by different organizers in different regions of the world. Um, we are hitting uh, most of the hot spots to begin with. So uh, let's start looking at the locations and dates that um, these Command Fests are going to be held in. We're gonna start with North America where we have a full slate. June 3rd through 5th, we're going to have uh, one in Richmond, Virginia, that's going to be hosted by Star City Games. So on the right side of this graphic, you'll note who the host of these events are. So that's who's running the event. Um, it is who will have all of the details on the event on their website. Um, all of this information is going to be up on magic.gg no later than three o'clock today and on it you'll have links to the websites which will have all of the details uh next june 9th through 10th las vegas nevada i know a lot of people want to hit that one up uh that's going to be hosted by channel fireball june 25th to 26th we're going to be in philadelphia pa hosted by top deck games uh head to reading terminal market if you haven't been there before it's amazing uh, July 8th through 10th, Indianapolis, Indiana, hosted by Pastimes. July 15th through 17th in Montreal, Canada, hosted by Gamekeeper. Uh, and then two of them held the weekend of July 22nd through 24th. 
one in Orlando, Florida, hosted by, of course, Cool Stuff Orlando. And then uh, the other one hosted in Bellevue, Washington by Pastimes Games. If you're not familiar with the Seattle area, uh, Bellevue is just right across a bridge from Seattle. So you would fly into Seattle. Um, I know where I'll be on July 22nd through 24th. So that's just North America. Continuing the rodeo around the world, we've got three coming in Europe. So in Frankfurt, Germany, JK Entertainment will be hosting a Command Fest June 25th through 26th. Uh, July 9th through 10th, Birmingham, England will play host to a Command Fest hosted by Axion Now. July 15th through 17th in Bologna, Italy, there will be one hosted by Legacy Games, who, are, who you are probably familiar with from all of their tabletop uh, pro-level events that they have started running. Next up, Asia Pacific is hosting three events, June 25th through 26th in Sydney, Australia, hosted by Good Games, uh, and then two single-day events, uh, July 30th in, I'm going to mispronounce this and I apologize, Guangzhou, Guangzhou, China, hosted by MTA, uh, July 30th in Osaka, Japan, hosted by J Food. Um, then we will move on to Latin America. So there's going to be two events held in Sao Paulo, uh, hosted by City Class, one on June 17th through 19th, and one July 16th through 17th. And then June 18th through 19th in Mexico City, hosted by Yellow Rabbit. Uh, those are the command fests that are coming to somewhere hopefully near you or somewhere that you can reach in the June to July period. Um, there are going to be some promos, of course, associated with these events. And those promos... One of them is going to look pretty familiar. So that is the soul ring that um, we started giving out when Command Fests were just getting rolling pre-pandemic. So you can get a copy of Soul Ring at the Command Fests. And then we've also got this cool new Path of Ancestry that comes in both non-foil and uh, foil. Uh, check with your organizers to see how you can get these. Again, if you head to magic.gg, uh, it may not be up yet. It'll probably be up around 3 o'clock. Uh, there will be an article that goes over all of those locations, and it will have links to the various organizers' websites where you can learn more information, or they'll have a countdown clock to, to when you can get more information. So um, definitely check out. Command Fest. I'm really excited. Um, I'm hoping to be in the Bellevue one, but uh, yeah, we got a little little bit of time before those come, but still excited. Still super excited. Um, okay, moving on. Let's talk about. Um, oh, let's do. Oh, I don't know. Digital Premiere Playpath. The, the sign the sign at the bottom tells me that that's what we're doing next. So for a quick overview, if you haven't read the article yet, so uh, let's put the graphic up on the screen. Uh, so first, let's cover the stuff on the right side. So those are indications that this plugs directly into the tabletop Premiere Play Path, which we announced last week. So the return of the Pro Tour, uh, qualifier weekends are going to get you over there, and then the Arena Championship, which is exciting in and of itself. We'll talk about that in a moment. Uh, will feed the World Championship directly. So exactly how many and, and, and that sort of thing, I would definitely check out the article today uh, on dailymtg.com for all the, the, de the uh, details and, and nitty-gritty on how that's going to work. So let's talk about these events. So we're going to start at the bottom, the qualifier play-in. Uh, there were a number of changes here. Um, the qualifier play-in level... Uh, in part works similar to how it used to and, and in part has some very big changes. So one, you can earn a spot at a qualifier weekend through ladder play. So that was how it worked before. You would have to be tw top 1200. That would earn a spot in a qualifier weekend. Go from there. Uh, now, ladder play will qualify only the top 250. However, there are a series of play-in events that are similar to um, you know the real world last chance qualifiers. Uh, they're essentially um, you can join the event. It, it costs it does cost gold or gems. Uh, you join that event. Um, there's no prere prerequisite to joining that event. 
Uh, anyone can join, whether you've just opened an Arena account or you've been playing since the open beta. You can join that event. If you do well enough, uh, you then qualify for a qualifier weekend. Uh, uh, and then qualifier weekends have a similar structure to what uh, you're used to before. There's a day one, there's a day two, there are some tweaks uh, as to exactly how those work, and I'm sure we'll get questions about that, um, and we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, but then those qualifier weekends, there will be four qualifier weekends feeding each arena championship. There will be three arena championships every year, and those three arena championships are pretty big deals in and of themselves. So this is a 32-player, $200,000 prize pool uh, event taking being held on MTG Arena, and um, that will feed the World Championship directly, but you know, it's a pretty big deal to get to play for prizes in, uh, of stakes of that size anyway. So let's start talking about some of the questions. So we announced this at 8 a.m. this morning. The team has been grabbing a bunch of questions and uh, we're gonna answer some of them now. And of course, you can go ahead and put your questions in chat. Uh, I'm gonna, basically what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna go through a bunch of the pre-known questions right now. We're gonna move on. We're gonna talk a little about Explorer, go through some of the pre-known questions there. Then we're gonna hit the Q&A. That's where the rubber's gonna hit the road and we're just gonna go, I'm you can't see it. I'm pointing off screen here to where I'm looking at chat. Your chat, chat's over here. Uh, if you see me pointing that direction, I'm talking to you, chat. Uh, at any rate, so let's start talking about some of the questions that we have seen going around today. Um, so let's do, um, rank drafts do not award play-in points, correct? Question mark. Um, that is correct. So limited fans can earn play-in points through traditional draft events, just to make sure that that's clear. Um, we have seen the question as well, will the arena championship be held virtually or in person? The actual answer is right now we are still working on that. So um, we're still finalizing the details. For those who are familiar with some of our other events, like the uh, Magic Online Championship Series. So that is the culmination of a series of online tournaments that leads to an in-person tournament where you are nonetheless playing Magic Online. So we're looking at possibly a model like that. We're looking at possibly holding the Arena Championships entirely virtual. Um, there's still some nuts and bolts to be figured out with that. The first Arena Championship is happening later in the year, so we've got a little bit of time. So uh, stay tuned for details on that. Um, there were also a number of questions on how the final players in the field of 32 were selected. So, uh, for you math scientists out there, um, Frank Karsten, there, there, are, there are a couple possible scenarios. So there are four play-in events, um, four qualifier weekends that feed the arena championship. Those will, on average, get about around eight players per qualifying event, hence 32. Um, however, that is not a necessarily a certainty. So there are scenarios where um, through those qualifier weekends, fewer than 32 players will qualify or more than 32 players will qualify. We've got that covered. So if fewer than 32 players uh, qualify, additional players will be invited to get up to that 32. Those remaining invitations will come from the players who have the most total match wins on day two of the qualifier weekends. So what that means is, let's say somebody plays in all four qualifier weekends, makes day two in all of them, but just falls short, you know, gets to five wins or, or four wins and five wins and, and doesn't quite get there um, on that day two invite, um, but their consistency over the year might, might earn them that invite um, once the rest of the spots are settled. Now, the other scenario, more than 32, players are invited through the qualifier weekends. That is hypothetically possible. If that happens, uh, essentially what we're doing is the, the tournament will have more than 32 people. So if it's 33, 34, 35, whatever, we will have that many people in the event. And then we will add on to the prize pool um, and we'll talk more about exact prize pool as we get closer to the event, but we will add into the prize pool. It won't stay a $200,000 prize pool from that point. Uh, another question we've seen, so there, there is this kind of transition period where some stuff is happening um, that feeds the old system, feeds the new system, et cetera. 
Uh, so one of the questions we've seen is, do people who requalified from April get a one-time requalification for the May qualifier, similar to the top 1200 grace? I haven't laddered much because I thought my day two from the alchemy, alchemy qualifier may carry over. So the answer is yes. Uh, as part of the transition, we're going to do this if you got to six wins on um, the April qualifier weekend, uh, on day one of the April qualifier weekend, or if you played in day two of the April qualifier weekend, you're going to be invited to day one of the May qualifier weekend. Um, I would also encourage people to uh, obviously read the article, um, but there are other sort of ways to get additional steps towards qualifying. So for example, um, if you finish not, if you finish on the ladder, not in the top 250, you will get some play points, some play in points, and those will let you get into one of those kind of last, they're not actually called last chance qualifiers, but I'm old school, and so that's what they are in my brain. Um, you get to play in one of those, not a last chance qualifier, last chance qualifiers. Um, you'll get enough play points, play in points to do that. Um, so definitely check that out for details. Um, okay. We are going to, we are definitely recording all of the questions that we've gotten for the Premier Play Path. We're going to come back to that in the Q&A section. Those were the ones I had prepared. And we're going to talk a little bit about, a little bit about Explorer. And then we'll come back to chat questions. So, Explorer, we announced this morning, is the new Magic the Gathering arena format that Chris Kiritz kind of hinted at um, a, few year, a few weeks, now a month, maybe back. Um, that we were looking at for that paper fidelity. So uh, this is a format where um, none of the alchemy rebalances are going to affect it, uh, where it's going to match tabletop as much as possible, and where eventually it is going to match Pioneer, um, more or less. A little bit, little bit more on that here. So um, it's a similar situation if you're familiar with Magic Gathering Online and what we did with Vintage and what was called Classic. So uh, Magic Gathering Online had a similar situation years ago where uh, because it was released by set, um, it didn't have a lot of vintage staples. So there was a format called Classic on Magic Gathering Online, which was essentially Magic the Gathering Online vintage. It was everything that had been printed with a banned and restricted list, blah, 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 but a bunch of stuff didn't exist. So over the years, they started adding more and more Black Lotus, the Moxes, that sort of stuff. Um, and they added everything that you would call tournament relevant. So things that people might play in an event regularly, um, things that people might build a deck around, that sort of stuff. Eventually, it got close enough that um, the format was renamed from classic to vintage and now essentially a, a vintage deck list is indistinguishable from a magic gathering online vintage deck list um, even though there are cards in the greater world of magic that exist and are not on magic online but they're not relevant to the vintage format so similar situation for explorer to pioneer explorer right now is everything that is pioneer legal that exists on Magic the Gathering Arena. So there are quite a number of cards. Um, there are some Pioneer decks that port directly into Explorer, uh, but there are also some key cards that aren't in there. Uh, so I know that the Arena team has compiled a long list, uh, and they're basically, the plan is to work through that list moving forward. So there is another historic anthologies drop coming later this year that is going to focus, for example, heavily on pioneer legal cards that are not yet on Arena so that they can enter the Explorer format. Um, a couple other things to note about the Explorer format is the band list. So the way things are starting off with the band list for uh, Explorer is that it is matching the pioneer band list obviously minus the cards that don't exist. So for the most part, the cards that don't, if we can put that graphic up, for the most part, the cards that don't exist on Arena and are banned in Pioneer, largely the fetch lands, there are a couple other cards, but so these are the cards that are currently banned in Explorer, Field of the Dead, Leyline of Abundance, Luris of the Dream Dead, Kethis, the Hidden Hand, Nexus of Fate, Oko, Thief of Crowns, Once Upon a Time, Teferi, Time Raveler, Underworld Breach, Uro, Titan of Nature's Wrath, Veil of Summer, and Wilderness Reclamation. So um, currently, the plan is we're starting off with these. The Explorer format will be managed 
with Pioneer, the band list will be managed with Pioneer in mind, but if action needs to be taken um, because the, the, the card list is different for the time being, they will make sure that the Explorer format is balanced and fun. Um, and so if, if the lists need to split a little bit until the full sets are uh, converged fully, um, we will do that. So you may see some differences in that band list going forward, but for now they're starting out overlapping. Okay, so uh, let's do some of the questions that we've seen online for this. Um, question one, is the team exploring, yeah, they, they meant that pun, there's a little smiley face, uh, the possibility of releasing craftable Pioneer cards not tied to a set or an anthology release? Um, I asked the dev team about this and they said functionally there's not much difference uh, for them between that and an anthology release um, to just release cards that were craftable. Um, but not purchasable, and so uh, they said that is unlikely that more or less they would probably just do an anthology. Anthology cards are still obviously craftable, um, so it, it's, it's unlikely they would do that that way. Um, there were also questions about um, Pioneer reprints in Alchemy Drops. Um, the answer to that was that the, the chances of a Pioneer reprint in an Alchemy set uh, is pretty low. Um, however, if there is a large set, then um, it's, it's possible. But almost no chance in the, the sort of regular Alchemy drops that we do with each set release. Um, there were a lot of questions about when uh, and, and what's happening with uh, Explorer. So if you want to start building decks, you can do that today. Um, that was one of the reasons the announcement went up at 10 a.m. this morning, also so we can answer all these fine questions. Um, so you can go into Arena today and start building Explorer decks. You can even play them in direct challenge against your friends. Um, all of that is possible. The play cues, so the, you know, get paired against random people, um, play for, for different prizes. All of those play cues are going to open on the 28th, so next week with the Streets of New Capenna release. Uh, next question. Will this allow at some point for a historic brawl queue without the alchemy cards? Um, the, the answer to that one is it's possible. They don't have the plans yet, so the reason is that um, the, the Brawl queues have a lower player population. So the, the Arena team is always very you know, interested in player populations and making sure wait times are low. And further splitting Brawl between um, Standard Brawl, Historic Brawl, and you know, uh, Explorer Brawl is going to you know, create a, a lot more wait times. So not a no. Um, as, as the Brawl format grows, um, there may be room for that, but at current levels, probably not. Uh, next up, was Historic Anthology 6 designed with Explorer in mind? Uh, we kind of talked about this a little bit earlier. Um, I've seen a tentative list. We're not going to talk about what is on that list right now because it's still subject to change quite a bit. Um, but most of the list, uh, so the answer is yes. Uh, it was designed with Explorer in mind, so they have that list of um, what they're calling top 250 cards in Pioneer that are not yet on the set, um, and most of that historic anthology list is made up of cards from that subset. Uh, next question, is Pioneer Masters still happening, or will it be broken into smaller chunks? So um, I talked to Jay Parker about this. Um, who's the game director, and he's, he said he'd like to. Um, however, um, it is currently not scheduled for next year, um, but they are looking for ways to possibly make that happen, so we're not going to say no, um, but it is, not, it, it is not on the schedule currently for next year. It's, it's kind of a you know, wish and, and hope and, and possibly... Um, one of the things he did say is that priorities can shift as you know different players play different formats and, and show their engagement. And so, if um, Explorer takes off, if it's if it's quite evident that um, there's a desire for a lot of Explorer content, that could shift. So, if you like Explorer, play it. 
Um, another question, what is the expected frequency of cards being added to Explorer? Is it monthly, quarterly, and other? Um, so there are a lot of factors here, but currently there is not a um, regular planned cadence. So there, there's not a, we're going to do a drop here, and here, and here, and here. Um, we are going to, kind of the way I, I just talked about it, we are going to know that, first of all, any additional bandwidth that the team gets, they're going to look to probably fill that um, with additional Explorer Pioneer content. Um, and engagement, again, helps that schedule. Um, but no to the regular cadence at this point. Again, that could change. Okay, um, that covers all of the pre-planned, pre-planned, the pre-gathered questions. Uh, now we're going to jump into some chat questions, and thankfully I have some very smart arena people who have been sending me questions and answers, so we're just going to kind of go in order. Um, let's see. Uh, from... See this whole thing. Um, from Relapso, will historic anthologies moving forward have cards for Explorer and historic only within the same bundle, or will they or will they only contain cards that are legal in both formats? Um, so the answer is we plan to continue to support historic with cards that are too old for Pioneer. Um, so that's your answer. Uh, from the nerdy Steve. Um, for Explorer, how much of a priority is there for adding cards? Is there an estimate on how much will be added in the next anthology? Um, so generally speaking, we don't, I, I don't have any information on what is going to be in the next historic anthology. Like I said, I saw a list, but it's pretty early on a sort of like, hey, this could be the list. Um, but that hasn't been, gone through card set review or, or a number of other steps. So um, we don't actually have information on what is going to be in historic anthology six. Um, some of it's going to fluctuate. Some of it may be informed by the feedback we get from you all today. Uh, so. We will talk about um, Historic Anthology 6 when we have more information. I don't even have date information at this point. Um, let's see. Bolus the Funky Dragon asked about the Arena Championships being held online or in person. We talked a little bit about that earlier, um, where that is still being determined. Um, bu -bu 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 -bu. Um, question from Frank Karsten. How are ties for most day two match wins broken in this situation? Um, so I would suggest that, um, so the premier, the full invitation policy is going to be available on magic.tg in the future. Uh, for this one, a, this in particular, um, the highest ranked ladder finish in the contributing month on either ladder in any month um, is going to be that, but um, I would definitely suggest once we have the full invitation policy on there, the that sort of nitty gritty will be available. Um, from Endo Jackson, will Explore events give prize packs relevant to the format? Um, Explore events are going to give uh, rotated out standard packs as prizes. So yes, um, at launch this is going to be the same as the historic packs. <laughs> uh, let's see, yeah, a lot, lot more historic anthology six questions, and again, I just don't have the answers for those uh, available. Um, so, next question Will there be standings for wins on day two of qualifiers available online for the at large slots in the Arena Championship? So, again, uh, just to reiterate that the, the wins on day two uh, ranking is not a guarantee of a qualification. That is, and if we do not get to 32 uh, qualified people from the qualifier weekends, then It'll happen. Still, it's very important to know where you stand on that. So um, the plan right now is that we are going to post and or update the, the people at the top of the list uh, with their win counts to the, to the Wizards website. 
shortly after each qualifier weekend occurs? So the answer is yes, we will be posting that so that people know. Um, we are seeing a bunch of questions about more reprints and classic draft formats, which are always fun. Um, and uh, Jay Parker's just said this is something we are also interested in. So take from that what you will. All right. Um, all right, a good question. So um, we did talk about in the article a little bit how the banning philosophy will work for Explorer. It's going to be very similar to standard. If a card is banned in Explorer um, and you have not previously received wild cards for that card, um, you will then receive wild cards. So it's, it's, it's similar to the um, system before. However, um, if a card was pre-banned Explorer, so that list that we looked at earlier, no. Um, future bans, yes. Um, let's see, catching up. I've, I've done it. I've caught up to the questions. So let's see what we can do. <laughs> um, any plans for Pioneer Masters in real life? Uh, not anything to announce at this time. Uh, what about the ways to play tabletop through Magic Online? Great question. So um, if you are familiar, we, we didn't really cover that because the arena path is the kind of new shiny. Um, but if you are familiar with the, the uh, Magic Online path, then it's going to be and feel very similar. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up so I don't say anything wrong here. Um, so starting now um, with the season two showcase, so players who qualify for the final eight player showcase are also going to earn invitations to the pro tour. So um, yeah, if you if you finish in the top eight of that and are in the showcase, you get to go to the pro tour. Um, Additionally, the winner and the runner-up of the showcase event will get they will they will go directly and not cross go uh, to the world championship. So that's going to be held in 2023. Um, additionally, um, qualifiers and super qualifiers on Magic Online are going to switch from giving top finish invitations. Um, they oh, they will switch to sorry switch to giving top finishers invitations to the next regional championship. So if you remember the tabletop uh, announcement from last week, the regional championships are kind of the premier regional event uh, that feeds the pro tour. So if you do well on Magic Online in the qualifier super qualifiers, you get to go you get an invite to a regional championship, which can then qualify you for the pro tour. Um, all right, let's see what else we have. Um, if we have cards that we would especially like to see in Explorer, um, as we, we said before, there is, there is a list of about 250 cards that range from like super relevant in Pioneer to you know get played as a one of in sideboard kind of stuff, but we still consider that sort of thing important. Um, so there's, there's a broad range there. But if there are cards we would especially like to see in Explorer, what's the best way to express this? The ways you're doing it now. Um, so we pay attention to all of the normal channels. So Twitter, Reddit. Um, we have an official Discord channel that um, has, you know, they asked for it. The, the people who are in the Discord asked for an Explorer channel. Um, if you're in there, we watch that pretty closely. Um, Additionally, we're also taking play data from Tabletop and Magic Online. So if a new deck rises, so for example, we've recently seen the rise of the Narset-focused um, decks that try to make you um, discard your hand with a Narset in play. Um, and there are some new cards from that have not seen a ton of Pioneer play that have risen up because of that. We're watching that kind of stuff to, to add and, and take things off the list. Um, so we're watching play patterns, certainly, um, and yeah, and as people talk about things, and I, I, did, I did see one of our developers say like, ah, this is a list that we got off of Reddit one day, so they do read Reddit, it happens. Uh, don't take that as gospel, though. Um, and, you know, and if you want, so if you want, if you have like a pet card you really want to see, you know, do well on some tournaments with it. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? 
Um, any plans for implementing a trophy leaderboard on Arena similar to Magic Gathering Online? Uh, not currently that I am aware of. Uh, I know it's been discussed, but it's not currently in our roadmap. Do, 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 do. Py <laughs> Pyromancer's Goggles, please, for Explorer. Maybe. I don't know. I don't, I don't think that card's done much lately. It's a really cool card. It is a very cool card. Um, will the plan be to add cards to finish a specific pioneer archetype or to spread the wealth? Some of that is to be determined. Like I said, the, the first historic anthology that contains some cards um, is, um, is still being determined. So, so let's talk a little bit about what sort of considerations will go into that. So, so there are two options, sort of as you point out. There's, do we finish out these archetypes? Um, you know, there are Naya Winota lists in Pioneer right now that are just straight ports to explore, and maybe if there's one or two cards, hey, great, that's a deck. And you can kind of check decks off the list and people can port them directly and yay. Um, but the other side of that is um, you have to consider gameplay balance. So if fully powered Pioneer decks um, get all the tools and toys, those are going to rise to the top of the metagame. They may unbalance things um, leading to a ban, which you know causes additional problems and, and cascading effects. So um, there, there's a lot to consider. Um, and then the other option is, is kind of spreading the love so that you know everybody kind of gets a little bit of everything. But you also, in, in that space, have to do a lot of anticipation of metagame fluctuation, which can be difficult. So um, people smarter than myself who, who manage metagames and, and create card content are going to be working on that. All right, next up for questions from chat. We got a bunch of good ones. Um, let's see, do the packs you get from constructed events, um, i.e. for historic, rotate? So would we be able to get Ixalan one week and then Dominaria the next one? Um, they are random among non-standard sets. So the answer to the second part of your question is effectively yes, um, but they're, they are random. Um, let's see. Are there any ways to qualify for the regional championship through Arena? So this is actually still being discussed. Um, those who, who noticed kind of the differences between the, the Midgo path and the Arena path will note that the Midgo path had a direct line to the regional championship. The Arena path currently doesn't. Um, however, the team is working on that right now. There, there was kind of, when we were working on this, there was a draft of something in the original plan. Um, and they were still looking at some different options. So uh, possibly still discussing this. Regional championships don't start uh, happening till later in the year, uh, very much later in the year. Uh, and so uh, there's still time. Arena has a little bit of a, a different time frame that they have to finish those things. Um, Let's see, will Pioneer and Explorer cards be found in advanced search under their respective sets or under the Historic Anthology set? So, um, the answer is the advanced filters don't show all of the old sets, just the sets that exist on Arena. So, um, the example Jay Parker's using is so something like Declaration in Stone, which was in Historic Anthologies 4 and originally in Shadows Over Innistrad will show up in Historic Anthologies 4 under the Advanced filter. Um, however, searching E colon SOI will find it. Good to know. Good to know. Um, let's see. Is it in the roadmap to release Battle for Zendikar Remastered for Explorer? Um, we don't have a public roadmap right now that includes that. Um, so I will say we don't have that information for you right now. Uh, ba -ba -ba -ba. Uh, will Grand Prix return in some form similar to Command Fest? So we don't have anything to announce right now. Oh, we will, so again, um, so this gets back, we talked about a bit about this with the tabletop format announcement. Um, when people ask for Grand Prix, they're kind of asking for two different things or, you know, Grand Prix sort of had this banner that carried two different flags. Um, there were Grand Prix, the, the tournament that fed Premier Play. Um, when we spoke with William Jensen last month, he, he said that that is not really a thing that 
um, they're super interested is, is this that gives like points that can kind of accumulate and that sort of experience is not. However, the Grand Prix as magic fests, as, um, as explorations of all things magic with cosplayers and artists and, and yes, gameplay and, and a central event and, and that sort of thing. That sort of thing the team is actively working on and you see that with command fests because um, we know that, that gathering is super important and super impactful for people um, and just, just fun. Um, next up, let's see. Um, can you start getting play-in points this week through events, or is the next week's update with Nuke Panic? Great question. So play-in points are, of course, important to start accumulating to play in the play-in events. Uh, that only happens once SNC releases. So not this week, but next week is when play-in points will start kicking in. Um, if you have full set completion of a set, will the packs gained from a constructed event ignore that set? That is not a current functionality. Um, it's, it's something they've got their eye on, but it is not currently in the sets function, or in the game's functionality. Okay, let's see. Um, ba -ba 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 -ba. Um, did I miss a description of how they will curate which cards matter for Explorer? Um, uh, we kind of talked about it a little bit. So basically, we look at tournament data, at um, Magic Gathering Online events, at real-life events. Um, we've obviously seen quite an uptick in Pioneer play since it was announced as a major component of the tabletop experience. Um, so we're watching all of that and compiling all of those lists, seeing what cards are played a ton, um, what cards are, are one-ofs or, or two-ofs. And, and like I said, the, the list right now is about 250 cards. That, that's obviously going to fluctuate as the metagame fluctuates and, and that sort of deal. Um, so it, it really is just looking at what people are playing, what people are playing, what people are doing well with, um, what decks need to function, um, that, that sort of thing. Jace Friends Prodigy when? Great question. Love Jace Friends Prodigy. Love a Jace Friends Prodigy. I don't know when, and I don't think the team knows when, but uh, love a Jace Friends Prodigy. Um, do you plan to use cube drafts as a method to add cards as well to uh, Magic Gathering Arena for the Pioneer format? Not as of right now. Let's see, what else do we have? Um, here's an important, okay, so I'm going to get back, uh, someone put this in my chat, um, that's a good point to make. Um, so talking about what cards matter for prioritization um, for Explorer. So I, I talked about how highly cards are played. There is another factor in that some cards are easier to implement on Arena. So there are cards that are super complicated, there are cards that are easy. Um, if, it's a, if it's a low lift, it is more likely get at, to get added sooner. So, so that is an additional factor. Now that's obviously, if, it's, if a card's more complicated, that's not going to necessarily prevent the Arena team from maybe one day trying. Um, but while there are sort of um, the, the easier cards to implement, you know, that, that's an easier sell takes less time, et cetera, et cetera. So that is another component, is something simple. So something with, you know, keywords that are already in Arena or abilities that are already in Arena, um, probably we'll see implementation sooner. Um, <laughs> let's see what else we have. Uh, is there any chance that Explorer will be the format for the upcoming set championship? So we did discuss that, but no, it is not going to be. Um, the timelines just didn't quite work out. Um, thank you for Explorer. Sounds like the best news in a long time. You know, it's, it, it's, I love days like today. Everything today was just kind of fun and um, exciting. And I'm, I'm glad to see the excitement in the community because we're excited about a lot of this stuff too. And I know the team's worked really hard um, on the Arena Premier Play Path, on um, getting Explorer up and running. Um, and I, I did notice that, you know, the midweek magic events that have essentially been a run, running Explorer, we didn't call it Explorer, 
Um, but we, we called it Midweek Magic with, with these restrictions, blah, blah, blah. I've, I've seen a lot of people posting excitedly about those decks recently. So I'm super excited that people are excited about this. Um, I was super excited. I'm going to keep saying super excited a bunch, apparently. Um, when Pioneer initially debuted, I played a bunch of it right off the bat before the pandemic and also having uh, twins sort of derailed all of that for me. Uh, but I'm excited to get back to it and have the opportunity to play versions of it on Arena. Um, let's see what's next. Um, another, so there's more, more on how they're balancing what's being added to the format. Um, for you kind of brewers out there, for, for the fans of doing something funky and, and a little off meta, uh, they did add that they're not strictly committed to the metagame. So obviously the metagame, super important factor. Um, in the same way that they added things like shrines and slivers to historic, the, the sort of fun exploratory stuff, they are going to look to add things that people just love and enjoy. Uh, and so that's where, you know, one part, metagame data, but also listening and, and seeing who on social media brings up a cool card and everyone's like, ah, yeah, I'd love to play that. Um, so there, there may be some of that as well. Um, are you excited or super excited? Uh, I, I see who answered that question, Jesse. Um, let's see. Can you do a shout out to Five Color Niv-Mizzet? My Pioneer Pet Deck. You know, that one might be... I haven't played a ton of Pioneer, but obviously Nib-Mizzet's in the format, um, and there are some options. That one might be relatively close to being reasonable in Explorer. Um, with early access returning, how can past content creator uh, get involved with them again? Great question. Um, if you, I'm not going to throw the email up on the stream right now, but um, if you were a past content creator, and you are in the content creators program, you should have access to an email at Wizards of the Coast that um, is still good to request access. Um, also, go ahead, throw it out on Twitter. If you don't have that email or whatever, tag um, at Wizards Magic or at Magic Gathering Arena. We'll see it, we'll pass that on. We, we work really closely with the team who manages that. Um, ba, 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 ba. Um, when will the pre-beat happen for Double Masters? We're already moving on to that. Um, I will say the next, um, the next monthly announcement day, so the next day where we do this, where we do like a bunch of stuff all together, is May 12th. <laughs> Let's see. Glimpse of tomorrow in historic when? All right. Arena team, keep track. Glimpse of tomorrow. Request for it. Um, can you explain the mythic boosters deal with the Capenna? Um, yes. So it says the client doesn't mention that. That is correct. So the client itself does not mention the boosters. That will be updated. It is not yet. Um, so we are doing kind of this cool deal where if you pre-order the Streets of New Capenna bundle, so there are two bundles. Um, if you pre-order one of them, you get five additional uh, Mythic boosters for SNC. So those are the boosters that will always contain a Mythic rare rather than a rare um, for each one. So if you pre-order both bundles, you get 10. It does not say that in the client right now. That is true. There was a message that went out today to people who have already purchased it and if you purchase it now, you will also get that bonus. It's a bonus on top of all that stuff. It's a little sneaky uh, to celebrate Streets of New Capenna, um, but it is there, it is true, it is happening. Uh, so just go ahead and um, it's not listed in the client. That is true, but that's why we're telling you here and in the email and on social as well. Uh, let's see. Um, ba, 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 ba. Good, they saw that question. They'll get it answered. Um, ba, 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 ba. Uh, is the arena team working to put fetch lands? So notably, fetch lands are banned in Pioneer. So uh, I'm gonna, I'm not even gonna ask the arena team. I'm gonna say no. Um, 
the answer might be yes. I don't know, but it's it's it is not a pioneer card. So as part of this pioneer explorer stuff, fetch lands are not even part of the equation because they're banned in that format. Uh, let's see. Um, let's see. <laughs> uh, there are a couple, so I'm, I'm laughing because the team is discussing some of the questions and um, that are good questions, but we don't have an answer right now. Like, um, will previous anthologies ever be made again available as a purchase, as a bundle? Uh, we don't have an answer for you now. It's under discussion kind of thing. Um, will there be mythic boosters for older sets at some point? Again, under discussion right now, nothing to announce in that space. Uh, let's see. Any chance to put the final cycle of fast lands in Explorer? Again, additional Explorer content. I don't have specific cards for you right now. Um, I've like I said, I've seen an early list of Historic Anthology 6. Having seen previous early lists of Historic Anthologies versus the final list, they change quite a bit. So um, it's not useful for me to talk about specific cards. Um, Ba, 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 ba. Uh, let's see. We'll it. Let's see. Seeing what else I can answer. How much time do we have? About ten minutes. Uh, when will Arena get Vintage Cube Draft? Prob probably not for a while. If yeah, not. That's, I don't think that's on the horizon. Um, Will there be classic uh, draft sets like Cons or Innistrad? We, we talked a little bit about that earlier where it's under discussion, but I don't have any plans to announce right now. Um, ba, 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 ba. Okay, so while we look for additional questions that we haven't already touched on, uh, I'm going to just go through all the announcements again real quick for people who tuned in late. So. Uh, just to reiterate the, and Sean, you don't have to follow with me on graphics on this. I'm just going to talk through it. Uh, the <laughs> Double Masters release date has been announced as July 8th. Uh, Command Fests, we are returning to Command Fests this summer in June and July. There are going to be 15 of them all around the world. Uh, head to magic.gg right now. And you should be able to get more information about where the command fests are, when they are. Um, there should be links to the organizer, the organizers who should have more information and all of that jazz. Additionally, we announced the digital premiere play path. Um, if you've seen the graphic, it's a triangle. It looks very similar to the tabletop path. A um, couple changes from what Arena had before. Uh, the qualifying to get so there's a qualifier weekend. That's kind of the core of the experience. There are four qualifier weekends for every arena championship. And the arena championship is a 32, approximately aiming for 32 person event with a $200,000 prize pool. There are going to be three of those a year. There are going to be four qualifier weekends that feed that. And then additionally, there is a qualifying for the qualifier weekend level where you can either qualify through ladder play or through play-in events. Um, which anyone can enter regardless of, of ladder status. Uh, the qualifier weekends feed the Pro Tour, and the Arena Championships feed the World Championships. As I just uh, in my hand in my head, I've got the graphic in front of me. That's why I'm doing these gestures. They probably make no sense to you. Um, so that is happening. Uh, the Magic the Gathering online portion of things they are also feeding uh, the Pro Tour through the showcase events. Um, the winner and the runner-up of the showcase actually get to go all the way to Worlds. And then um, qualifiers and super qualifiers on Magic Online will feed the regional championships. Um, so that's the premier play path. And of course, we announced the Explorer format that we've... That, that seems to be where all the focus and energy is, which is great. People are excited about it. Um, I know people really enjoy Pioneer, and so we're excited about it. So if you, if you didn't catch it, Explorer is everything that is legal in Pioneer that is also available on Magic the Gathering Arena. You can actually build decks based on the Explorer format in Arena today, um, and then events for it will start next week. Okay. Last couple questions. Um, 
Will there be Mythic boosters for all older sets at some point? Uh, yes, we will eventually go, um, we will go back to all of Standard with an upcoming release after SNC. Eventually we will have them for all sets. Uh, next question, will previous Jumpstart events make a return and become available or will future Jumpstart events typically be for new cards? Um, it is possible to do Jumpstart reruns in the future, but there are no explicit plans at this time. Okay, what else? No questions, just a big thank you. You're welcome, even though I'm just the guy talking about it. Um, but I know the, the Arena team is, is really happy with the response to all of these changes. I know they've worked really hard on them, um, and so the, the thanks goes to them. Um, they've done a ton of good work getting this stuff going and, and off the ground and, and, and listening to players, and just good work, Arena team. Um, I covered this earlier. Will Explorer get its own Brawl format? Not at this time. Uh, the, the Brawl population is smaller on Magic Gathering Arena, and so adding another split could, could make Q times not great. So um, if it grows, if Brawl grows, if Explorer grows, it's definitely possible in the future, but no plans at this time. Um, what are the plans for the next few streams? So great question let's let's pull that up we can talk about the next few streams because we are almost out of time and that's what i do at the end of the streams so um right now things to look out for uh so next week one of my favorite streams so um the snc pre-release so a lot of great arena news today but don't forget this weekend is the tabletop streets of new capenna pre-release so that's uh, there's uh, this relates trust me um so definitely you know if you want to experience streets of new Capenna for the first time go to your local game store uh and play like that's the first place you can experience streets of new Capenna is at your local game store with pre-releases happening this weekend uh, i would imagine a lot of places are already sold out so call ahead um see if you can get your spot um, to that end, next week, so we had all these big announcements today, so this is normally when we would do our product opening right before the pre-release, so you could see what's going on. Uh, but we're still going to do the product opening. So next week we're going to hang out and do a bunch of openings. So we'll open collector boosters and set boosters and draft boosters so that you can physically see what you open and, and what to expect. Um, you know, we list a lot of that stuff on Daily MTG, but... Um, it's a different thing to see it and watch someone open it. So we're going to do that, take that journey, answer some questions there. Um, and then, like I said, monthly next monthly announcement day is May 12th. And then after that, we're going to be moving into some Commander Legends stuff. So, uh, yeah, that's where we're at. Let me see if we have any... Yeah, SNC hype um coverage for the arena championships great question uh it is one that we had so uh we don't have plans to announce at that time so you'll note earlier at this time you'll note earlier that we talked about we're we're still determining whether it's an in-person event or a virtual event um i know the team wants to have coverage uh, but that is sort of dependent on uh, exactly if it's in person, um, if it's not in person. So there's still some stuff being figured out there, so we don't have anything to announce for Arena Championship coverage at this time. Um, but I know people are super excited about the idea. It is a very big tournament. Like 32 people, $200,000 is is a big deal. And um, it kind of feels like an invitational. Uh, it feels similar to a Magic Online Championship Series event. Um, so it's a big deal and the team is treating it as a big deal. So we don't have anything to announce on coverage for those events right now, but they're definitely looking into that. Which SNC family do you belong to? Oh man. Um, it's hard. And my old person brain is going to go back to saying things like Grixis and Esper, um, when it's Maestros and Obscura, but not in that order. It's Obscura and Maestros. Um, I, I think... I think I'm leaning Obscura, but we'll see. We're, we're actually doing our employee pre-release right now, and I haven't picked up my pack yet, so we'll, we'll see what I feel like when I head downstairs after the stream, which is ending right now. 
Thank you so much for tuning in, everyone. Um, I got to, I hope, as many questions as we could, but I know our community managers are also answering questions as fast as they can on Twitter, on Reddit, uh, in our official Magic the Gathering Discord. Um, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Thank you for another monthly announcement day. I hope you're excited about everything going on, and make sure to check out the Streets of New Capenna pre-releases at your local game stores this weekend. Um, yeah, sling some spells in person. Go, go check out the set at your local game store. Uh, I'm Blake. Thank you very much, and I'll see you next week.